0: Hello, and welcome to the Today, Not Tomorrow podcast. My name is Oscar Essexson, and this podcast is brought to you by CrossFit TNT. In 10 days, we are starting an introductory program to CrossFit group classes. It's called TNT 101. So far, seven spots are taken out of 10, so there are still uh, three spots open. If you brought a friend today to the gym, thank you very much, and please let them know that uh, this is a great course for them to take if they want to start taking group classes. It's January 30th. It's the first class. And then the classes are going to be on Thursday, Saturday, Thursday, Saturday. So four sessions. Each one is an hour, 15 minutes. And after that, they'll know the basics of squatting, deadlifting, pressing. They'll be ready to join the group class. The Kids' Classes and the Adaptable Performance Foundation will be expanding the classes in February. So if you're interested, if you know anyone that's interested in any of these, make sure you email lindy at crossfit-tnt.com. She'll give you all the info you need and how to get signed up. Today I'm going to talk about one of the most interesting topics in health and fitness, and that is pain science. No pain, no gain It's a fairly common statement in the fitness industry. It is certainly true that in order to reach some significant results, you have to put in some physical effort. Enduring pain, however, is completely counterproductive to any fitness program designed to make you healthier. Knowing what discomfort is and how it's different from pain is crucial for any exerciser. Discomfort should be embraced in your exercise program and pain should be completely avoided. We've talked about pain before in this podcast, if you've been listening for a while, but it's important to revisit and talk about it again, because this is something that everyone's going to struggle with at some point in their life. The amount of pain someone experiences uh, doesn't necessarily correlate to the amount of tissue damage there is. Here's two examples. You get a paper cut on your finger. It hurts. It's painful. It's super aggravating, but the amount of uh, tissue damage to your body is not that much it hurts way more than it actually um, has caused damage let's say you hit your elbow right on that funny bone as you turn around and hit the counter it hurts uh, like crazy it's super painful but same thing here there's hardly any tissue damage at all it just hurts but it doesn't really mean that anything is broken there's one study I've talked talked about before on this podcast, and it's a study where they took a group of elite tennis players, they put them in a MRI scan, they scanned their whole body, and just looked for things that didn't look 100% right on the scan. They found stuff on their legs, on their backs, on their shoulders, all over the body. These are elite athletes, and none of them experienced any pain or injuries. Just because something looks not 100% right on a scan doesn't mean that it causes pain or that it's something that's going to hold you back at all. You have probably at some point heard someone talk about rotator cuffs and rotator cuff tears. How common are these? There was actually a huge study where they looked at 664 people. They scanned their shoulders and they wanted to see how many people actually have physical damage to their shoulder. It turns out that 22% has a had a full thickness rotator cuff tear. So if you go down to uh, Main Street and you grab 100 people, 22 of them is going to have a full tear on their rotator cuff. This sounds uh, pretty high. It sounds like it's something that's pretty common, which is true. But the most interesting thing about this study was that asymptomatic tears was twice as common as symptomatic tears. An asymptomatic tear means that there is no pain, there is no loss of function. They didn't even know there was something wrong with their shoulder. These things are important to keep in mind when you do experience pain because you will experience pain at some time. The amount of pain you experience um, does not equal the amount of damage there is. You can have a scan that doesn't look 100% right and be perfectly fine. That's very common. If you have something, if it's a small issue, the one thing you want to do is just take a little bit of time away from that movement that aggravates it. You still want to stay as active as possible. You want to work out as much as possible. You just got to limit the thing that hurts a little bit at the moment. Take a week off. Take two weeks off. What happens otherwise is that you start expecting the movement to hurt. You start expecting the pain, and that can mess with um your experience of the whole thing. You can be perfectly fine and still kind of trip yourself up uh, when it's a certain movement that you're afraid of. Take time off of it. Uh, leave it alone. Rest a little bit. Use a lacrosse ball. Use a foam roller. Try and find a different type of exercise and movement that's going to keep you active. And then slowly start reincorporating it again. Not at the weight you used to do before or with the same intensity. Start off a little bit lighter and then slowly ease your way in. The worst thing you can do when you're dealing with a pain issue is telling yourself that you're weak and that you're frail and that it's not going to get better. Looking at those elite tennis players, they did a full body scan and they found several major issues on there. However, they experienced no pain and no loss of function. Those 664 people that they grabbed, scrammed their shoulders, 22% of them had a full tear of their rotator cuff. Sounds like a lot of tearing, however... The people that were asymptomatic, that had no pain, no loss of function, was twice as big as the group that did. So just because you have had an injury in the past doesn't mean it's going to stay that way forever. Just because you do experience some pain doing a certain activity does not, it's going to be that way forever. Try and stay as active as possible. Take out the thing that can aggravate it a little bit and then slowly incorporate it back in once you're feeling better on a side note ibuprofen and similar products is not good for your gut it's not going to help improve the healing process it's going to slow down the adaptations you get from the exercise so if you feel like you can avoid using ibuprofen and similar products then try and not use those um, as much as possible that should be for uh, emergencies and very few instances only The quote of the week is, Loosely prearranged destiny. I was listening to an interview with Robert Downey Jr. And he was talking about how far away you can get from where you're supposed to be and still find your way back and be exactly in the spot you need to be at. There's an invisible thread pulling you in the right direction. Sometimes you're a little bit off track, but eventually everything is going to work itself out and you're going to end up in the place that you need to be. I hope you're excited for a good week of workouts at the gym. I'll see you there.